thank y'all so much for tuning in for another freaking episode it is freaking 4 43 a.m and <laughs> y'all i have been up okay and i just feel so called to speak you know um just express what's been going on recently what's um you know keeping up with jazz you know keeping up with jayla you know welcome back so today you know well really this early early this morning um i just spent some time listening to podcasts listening to music just spending time alone and you know i watch my well something that i've been focusing on i should say is the love that I have for myself and through all the things that I've been going through as of recently and if you listen to my most recent podcast episode feel free to check that out I talked about just realizing the level of um resilience and just getting myself out of that funk and picking myself up like it's important to learn how to pick yourself up and one of my many goals is to is to really embody and get to a point where I don't have to mm, like I don't have to be phased, you know. I just pour into myself so much that I'm not phased. And something that I didn't even realize actually is that, you know, y'all, like it's so crazy how things just come back together, if that makes sense, because you know. For so long, as of, okay, so let me get personal with y'all. Let me be very transparent, be honest, and just express and let the words flow and the conversation, you know, go from there. Something that had really shocked me, slashed, really brought my reality to life (laughs) was, you know, I weighed myself two weeks ago and I weighed in at 118. Now... I'm not fat. I'm well, let me not say fat. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm just not overweight, okay? I'm not someone who is who has ever really been overweight or someone who's really ever been really super concerned with my weight, but I haven't weighed like in the 110s since high school. I'm 21 years old. Um yeah, and in July I weighed 130 pounds. So to me, seeing my weight and with the current events that's been going on, I realized that I've actually been lacking in areas where I thought I was thriving. And once again, understanding that level of balance in life and understanding that you really have to pour into every single part, you know what I'm saying? And understanding how to do that, understanding how to effectively show yourself the things that is necessary for you to continue every single day and love your life and continue to love who you are and something that's been really 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 helping and benefiting me was just telling myself how much I love you and telling myself how much I just love your life girl like I really love my life like no cap I I'm jealous (laughs) like I want Jayla's life no cap I mean I have it but you know what I'm saying like those feelings of desire, those feelings of want, that love, or I've realized that I'm more visual than I thought. And I admire that because there's so many things that I've seen for myself that are um, above and beyond. And a lot of things that are just, I couldn't even see myself here. Like I couldn't even fathom or process the fact that I'm here where I am right now. I'm saying the things. Give me a second. Sorry, y'all, bear with me. It's 4.50 in the morning. But, you know, realizing my magic, realizing my power and something else that I've been implementing and also still um, writing is my desires. I started to make a list of my desires. I'm doing 100 desires. As of right now, I have like 20 something desires, I believe. I'm not sure, but I really just left some space in my journal to take a chance to really write down my desires and you really realize how much yourself how i'm gonna say subconsciously but like how sometimes you put yourself down and you don't even realize that you put yourself down or you don't even realize this is a desire that you have or feeling uncomfortable about the desire that you have because it's just so real if that makes sense like you know 
there are some desires I had written down. I was like, dang, like I didn't even know this was something that I genuinely desired. And I was afraid in a way to write it down because it just felt like a silly desire, if I'm going to be honest. Like a part of me was just like, damn, like this this is something you really desire. Like, are you being for real? Like that's lame. Like you you shouldn't that's not something you should desire. Da 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 da. And it's just like well, I'm worthy of all my desires because they are in my heart for a reason. And this is a affirmation that I've had um, and I've said and I've implemented in my life for so long and stuff. And, you know, I'm looking back at I was looking at an old reel because I decided, you know, I should be posting some of my TikToks more on, on Instagram as well, because, you know, they're so cute and it's just a vibe. And I really just want to tap back into the whole era of me romanticizing my life. Honestly, I believe that I stopped romanticizing my life and I had stopped doing that extensive uh, self-love after my experience of being arrested in January, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm thinking, I'm looking back at these videos and pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember when we started this. Like, it was so beautiful. It was so raw. It was so comforting. And like, it brought me back to, well, today anyway, well, today as in yesterday, <laughs> I was thinking about like, what makes me feel comfortable when I'm at home? Like, what makes me feel warm and bubbly inside? Like, what gives me the feeling of love? Um, what makes me feel loved when I'm at home by myself, when I'm spending time by myself, like what's going to make me feel more comfortable in my own space. And it's interesting that I even was thinking about this because, you know, that's not something that I really ponder on too much. I think that now that I'm thinking about it, you know, I think that sometimes I do allow myself to indulge in certain activities because it's it's comfortable. But in reality, all I need to do is adjust my space to be comfortable for me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need to indulge in certain things just to feel a sense of warmth or a sense of love or a sense of comfortability in my space because, you know, yeah, I don't have to do that. So anyway, you know, and then it reminds me of high school. Like when I was in high school, I remember like I used to just sit in my room, listen to music, light a candle and just chill. Like that was my time to myself or I would light a candle, do some self-care. Like self-love was crazy in high school. Let me not say crazy, but it was filling and it was so filling in high school. And I just remember the love and the benefits of me pouring into myself on that type of time without even, well, now, like, looking back, like, dang, like, I didn't even realize how effective that was. I didn't realize how comfortable, how much love I was giving myself without realizing that I was giving myself. And, like, you know, at the time, I was living with my family, so, you know, I didn't really feel those depths of loneliness or alone um, as much as I do now, um, living um, in college and not being around my family as much. Like you do have to spend time understanding yourself, what you like, what you love, what makes you feel comfortable at home. Because, you know, you can't just go out every day. <laughs> like you can't just always hang out with your friends. Like you need time to yourself. You need time to regroup and stuff. And I'm glad that I'm actually really happy that I had those realizations yesterday because it's just like, bruh, I've been I'm not saying that it's been on my mind, but as I reflect on my loneliness and as I reflect on the times that I felt most alone, it's just like, dang, like, Light a candle, babe. Write in your journal, babe. Freaking listen to some music. Listen to podcasts. Podcasts are very comforting to me as well. It just feels like a friend. Um, a lot of podcasts I listen to as well, I feel like in general, they just give me that homey, homegirl vibes. And it's just nice to spend time with myself in that area. And it's just so crazy because I really was wondering, like, when did I stop? Like, why did I stop this romanticizing of my life? Why did I stop this self-love? And it's because, like, I got arrested in January. I didn't know how to handle that. It overtook my emotions. And then in March, I got in a car accident. And it's just like, I stopped loving myself. I stopped showing up for myself. But, you know, honestly, if I'm going to be honest, I didn't stop, actually. I didn't stop. But the feeling of the love and stuff, it just became more numb, I would say. And looking back, it was just like I was doing those things, but it wasn't 
I wasn't able to feel anything internally because of the events that were going on in my life and being so overwhelmed with these emotions that it came to a point where, you know, the self-love just felt forced and it wasn't feeling, it wasn't feeling enough because I wasn't handling my emotions the way that I feel like now looking back that maybe wasn't as effective and that's the reason why I wasn't feeling the love, even though I was showing myself love and I was doing things to, you know, make myself feel better. Like I was still just going through the motions. It came to a point where I was just going through the motions and it wasn't as effective because I was still sulking at the end of the day. I was still beating myself up for the events that occurred in my life. And, you know, yeah, you know, you still have to change your brain just because I was showing myself love and just because I was doing all these things to make myself feel better didn't affect, it didn't do anything. <laughs> like it didn't do anything because at the end of the day, my mind had never changed. My brain cells had never processed that, you know, it was okay to experience those things and that, you know, I'm showing myself love to show myself that, you know, it's okay and we could still love ourselves through the hard times and we could still love ourselves through the ugly and our mistakes and everything. You know, it's really important to reframe your brain and to really think more positively because actions can only do so much. Like you have to feel it within yourself. You have to think it for yourself to really implement it into your life. And yeah, like that's really just, I think that's beautiful. And I think that's amazing. And over the past couple of weeks, I've just been nothing but grateful to show myself love. And I'm so grateful that I can be reminded of the things that I like and like the things that I've forgotten due to events that have occurred in my life and understanding the balance and understanding it. you need time to, to step back and you need time to yourself and you need time to heal. You need time to grow. You need time to love. You need time for peace. And another thing that I'm just learning is patience, like genuinely understanding patience, understanding that I have to let go of control. I have to release the the desire to reconnect with a version of myself that doesn't exist anymore because this is a new season. I have to be attentive. I have to be intentional. I have to have balance and discernment and flow and foundation and all these things that go into my bigger picture of life, my bigger purpose on this earth as an angel, as a soul mentor as a friend as a daughter as a sister and all my other roles as a divine woman in self and yeah so and journaling has just really been a huge like love and a huge connection and something else that I've realized as well that's been aiding to this connection that I desire so deeply that I want to embody so, you know, so much is that you have to spend time with the source as well. You have to spend time with the universe, spend time with God, spend time with your ancestors, spend time with all these elements that are playing in your favor, all these things that are moving mountains for you. You have to connect with these things on a level of understanding of yourself and a level of what works best for you. I am working on my relationship with God. I'm working on my relationship with the earth and I'm working on my relationship with myself so that way I could be soul filling all the time. So that way, you know, it just becomes routine. It becomes a lifestyle. I don't really know how to feel about the whole routine thing, but I like lifestyle. Like it becomes a lifestyle, becomes a part of who I am internally and my and it goes with my goals, my boundaries, my values as a person and I just love that. I love that. I love that so much and I've really just been reflecting on self-love and who I am authentically taking time away from social media to really think for myself because I realize that sometimes, you know, social media can really just hinder your thoughts because it's just so many things that people talk about. There are just so many opinions and perceptions and, and taking all that information can be overwhelming at times. And then even then later on down the line, you may not even realize that I intake and took and took and taked and took 
all this information that just wasn't beneficial for me. That was so unnecessary. And I am loving Pinterest more and more every single freaking day. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just been a dream. I love dreaming. I've realized dreaming is something that I want to tap back into as well. Um, whether that be daydreaming, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it and I'm like, bruh, like growing up, I remember daydreaming a lot, like spending time in class, just doodling and letting my mind wander and just allowing yourself to wander mindfully is just so beautiful. Your brain creates so many images for yourself that feel so real. And that's because they are real. If we confidently go into pursuit of our dreams they will happen for us this month is just a time to really feel the things that we want to feel and embark on them and make sure that we're going for them I want to connect more with myself and I do I don't want to say miss the connection but I miss that those moments that I took to really spend time with God and spend time with nature like my time with God is usually in the morning and usually around times like these where I feel like, you know, everyone's sleep. It's just me and myself and it's time for me to be more transparent. You know, things might come up for me around this time and just understanding what that looks like, understanding what that feels like for me and really asking asking myself questions and being truthful and being transparent. It's important because how can I even accept or expect myself to really get anywhere or to really, you know, know for sure? You know, where where's my faith? Where is my trust? And yeah, and, you know, I'm really grateful for the space that I'm in and just looking back at old stuff. You know, I might go through my manifestation journal today, too, and just um, read through things, remind myself of the things that are desirable for me, the things that are still attainable for me. Because like I said in my last podcast, like, you know, sometimes we think that things are supposed to happen right away or without us recognizing that, you know, we thought of these things and like we wanted them at in a certain time, you know, and understanding what that really means, if that makes sense. But I just, I've really been focusing on the love that I have for me. And I need some more candles. <laughs> I need some more candles. I need some more perfume. Um, yeah, and honestly, I think that now that I'm thinking about it, I think that something that was hmm, not detrimental, but something that I feel like also played a part in my balance was, you know, I'm trying to do everything in the morning time. I'm trying to show myself love only in the morning time. Like, what about during the day? What can I do for myself during the day that shows myself love? What can I do for myself? Like, you know, just stuff like that. Like, you know, I don't have to do everything in the morning. I don't have to do yoga in the morning. I don't have to just pray in the morning. I don't have to just light a candle in the morning. I don't have to just journal in the morning time. Whenever I feel like I'm home and, you know, it's getting lonely or I'm getting bored, light a candle start journaling my thoughts, start recording my thoughts, turn on YouTube videos. I enjoy watching YouTubers. Those feel like my friends. <laughs> they feel like my friends too. Um, recording videos of myself. Um, literally just spending the whole day doing something for me rather than just the morning time doing something. Because it's like, you know, it's like I would do something in the morning to carry me the whole day. But, you know, Babe, you get up at like 6 a.m. You get up at 6 a.m. and you probably won't go to bed until 10, 11 p.m. Like that's a long time to just expect those two hours in the morning to be enough for your 18-hour day, your 20-hour day. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. And wow, that's crazy to really think about because you don't realize how much or how beneficial it is to really pour into yourself. And I mentioned my weight earlier. I don't even know if I <laughs> fully expressed my thought. But what that also told me was like, yeah, I've been doing all of this. T I've been spending so much time putting in 
effort to fill my spirit, but I haven't put any effort into filling my body. And it just goes back to mind, body, soul, spirit, and how you have we have to. We have to take time to do what's best for all of these things. And it's a balance and it's a lifestyle. And we're all learning and we deserve grace. God gives us grace. So that reminds me to give myself grace. You know, a lot of times I spend time thinking about how God shows up because God is love. And whenever I think of God, I think about love. And I think about my testimony I do have on my YouTube channel. Um, The testimony that I had released. And at that time, I was going through so much heartbreak. I feel like I know, I know that I've experienced a lot of heartbreak in my life. And with experiencing so much heartbreak from other people disappointing you, it makes it easier to lean. It didn't make, it did not make it easier to lean on God. It wasn't until my freshman year of college when I had met someone who just, my soul was so happy. My soul felt so seen. It felt loved. I've never, I had never felt something like that before from another individual. I've never felt that love or that concern or that protection from someone else before. It was new to me. It was, especially in that space that I was in, it was, it was very new to me. And it was something that I wanted to hold on to because I'd never experienced that type of love before, that type of romantic love before, that type of desire, that genuine desire, and not only desire for my body, but desire for my mind, that desire to know who I am so they can love me and experience me through all my depths. And I just remember when it kind of fell apart and the amount of pain and the days of crying and the days of grief of that love and that experience and just wanting to feel love again. And I remember um I remember discovering this YouTuber. Well was she well yeah <laughs> but the YouTuber that I was watching at the time, her name is Savion. And you know, so I had thought about her the other day too because I just remember her story. I just remember her mentioning about how she was on the volleyball team at Georgia State and stuff and how like the coach just wasn't banging with her for real and how she loved volleyball and how, you know, bear with me, y'all. It's 505. (laughs) But talking about that experience of her being on the volleyball team and how she loved it so much and how she didn't want to give it up. But then understanding that, you know, God had a bigger purpose for her and understanding that God was moving her in a direction that she wasn't going to understand until she moved in that light. And it was just so encouraging to me to see someone who was so young and so into God. She had showed me that I could still be loved by God through my heartbreak and that God could show me love through my pain. And I just remember just connecting with God and 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 understanding that level that God has for us, that level of love God has for us, that level of grace that God shows for us. And something that always gets me super emotional and something that always just gets me super like grateful for God is just how he shows up. Because something that really, that's really important for me is how you show up for me. And that's something else that I need to implement for myself as well is how much I need to show up for myself. And something that's important or something that we can continue to implement in our lives is looking at the things that we require from others and doing those things for ourselves. Because there's so many things, because I strongly believe that we are mirror reflections. We are reflections of each other. Everyone in our life, I feel like the people in our lives are reflections of ourselves because through our relationships, we can learn about ourselves. If you really dig deeper, if you really connect with people, if this is a genuine connection, you can learn about yourself through that person that you're connecting with. 
I learned so much through my sister. I learned so much through my friends. I learned so much through God about myself. And, you know, it's crazy because I just remember asking my old roommate, like, like, I see you're in your Bible more. Like, what made you want to get in your Bible more? And she was like, well, you know, I just want to know more about myself. And I was just like, how do you, how can you learn about yourself through God? How are you learning about yourself through the Bible? But once I started taking time to connect with God, once I started taking time to connect on that level of transparency and seeing how God shows up for us, I saw qualities in God that I saw in myself. I saw qualities in myself that I saw in people that, I, that I'm friends with. I saw the lack of self-respect in myself the same way I saw the lack of self-respect in my friends. I saw the lack of... Um, love in myself, love in myself, the same way I see, I saw the lack of self-love in my friends. But God reminds me of grace. He reminds me of love. He He reminds me of showing up. And it always gets me so emotional when I think about how God shows up for me and how he just shows up. Like, it's just really important to me that people show up. And it's important to me that I show up for myself because that shows me love. That shows me grace. In order to be my friend, you have to be able to show up. In order to be a partner of mine, you have to show up. And, you know, I really have to stop allowing for the people that don't show up to get more opportunities to show up, if that makes sense. Because if you're not showing up off bat, like, I can't teach you how to show up. I can't show you how to show up. You have to learn to show up or show up or don't show up at all. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't force relationships. I don't force relationships. I allow people to be themselves because that's who you are. You are being yourself. You can only be yourself. You can never be anybody else for real. Unless you are really trying to copy and mimic. That's crazy. But Savion, back to her. <laughs> she just showed me a lot about grace and love and God. And it opened a door for me. And when I look back, because I thought about her the other day. And it's like, damn. I'm not saying that we're in alignment. I feel like that she is a, a reflect. There's a lot. Let me not say there's a lot. I don't know her like that. <laughs> but from from where I'm at right now today and looking back to what, three years ago when I first started watching her, I don't even really tap in with her that much anymore, but I should. But I'm realizing that her life at that moment that I was watching her was a reflection of some of similar events in my own life that helped me. Because I had quit the track team because I just, my value on the team was not recognized. And I was belittled so much my third year on the track team. And it was very, very hard to continue to be on a team where I wasn't appreciated. To be on a team where... I'm being told that I suck and that you don't want to coach me. Like, that's craziness. And to go through that and to really experience that for three years straight. Well, not going to say it's three years straight. I think that I've experienced it for three years, but it wasn't being, it wasn't direct until my third year. And it was more direct to me that my value wasn't, I wasn't as important on the team. And I'm not saying that from the perspective of my teammates. I'm saying that from the perspective of my coach because this is my truth and I'm going to speak my truth. Um it that's that. I'm not going to lie about someone literally telling me that I was bad and that I should just stop running. Or someone who literally never really gave me an opportunity to show you what I can do, but it's just like, how can I even show you what I can do if you're just tearing me down? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, I was reminded of Savion during that time. I'm reminded of Savion during the time now. And it's just like, bro, like that was a redirection. And I took the redirection. I stopped running track. And ever since I stopped running track, I'm not going to lie. My life has been great. I feel so, let me not say (laughs) great, but I mean, it has been great. I feel like I've found myself outside of that sport. I've been able to expand my expression. I've been able to really find myself outside of track and field. And I needed to leave track and field in order to... I don't think... Actually, no. Let me not say that. 
I don't think that I needed to genuinely leave track and field just to find myself. But I do think that that was the first step into finding myself. I think that was the first thing that I needed to let go of to truly dig deeper into who I am. Because I felt like, yeah, I mean, it was taking from me more than it was really putting into me and serving me any type of purpose. So, and I think that was just my path to walk. I never saw myself not finishing my four years at Prairie View on the track team, but it was mentally draining. It wasn't benefiting me at all. Like she wasn't giving me any money. She wasn't interested in giving me any money because if she was, she would have. And it's just the the amount of manipulation, the amount of um, gaslighting. It just, it's just not, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. It wasn't worth it. And, you know, the only person's opinion when it came to track and field and discernment in that area was my father because my love grew from, I can't say watching him run, but I don't know. I don't know. I saw my dad had his temple picture. We had this picture of painting of him that was in a living room all the time. Dang, what happened to that painting? I'm going to text my mom, what happened to that painting? I want it. I want it. I want to keep it. But it's a painting of my dad and when he was in college and he ran at Temple University. And I just remember always looking at that picture. I was like, damn, like I want to run track. I don't know. Looking at that picture just made me feel like I want to run track too. And seventh grade, I went for it. Well, sixth grade, fifth and sixth grade in elementary school is when you could start running track. And that's when I went for it. And I remember fifth grade was when... This aide, she literally got me in trouble the day before the track meet, and I couldn't go to track meet. But the year after that, I went, and then seventh grade, and I've been running ever since then. And I love it. I love the sport, and I'm glad that I'm having this conversation because I think, I believe that this is healing wounds because I haven't been able to tap into the track world as much, and I think that it results from my experience being on the track team here and my experience with the coach that I've, I've literally never experienced, a coach who didn't believe in me. Like my freshman year of high school, I, I, I was sure that my coach didn't believe in me, but he showed, he showed, um, he showed me that, well, basically he coached us like, well, he coached me. Like, I don't need to praise you for you to feel like you're doing good. And like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I really received from him because I just remember telling him one time, like, you know, you never tell me that I'm doing a good job. And like at the time, I was the only freshman that was traveling with the team. I was the only freshman that went to with them to stay. And I was the only freshman on the team that was really doing stuff like all my friends were either injured or they just weren't taking it seriously. And I was on a team by myself and I just remember feeling so alone because it's like, you know, I was on a team with a bunch of juniors and seniors. I was running with juniors and seniors my freshman and sophomore year of high school. And I just remember being on a team and feeling so left out and feeling so like, how do I belong here? You know, I know I'm good, but no one's really telling me how good I am. My coach isn't telling me how good I am. He's not really giving me critiquing things. You know, it's just run this, run that. And I remember telling him, like, you know, you don't encourage me. You don't really, you don't really, like, you know, acknowledge that I'm doing good. And he was just like, well, you know, I don't feel like I need to do that. Or I don't remember if he said that, or I remember if I felt like that's what he was saying to me, or he felt like I didn't do my best yet. And I think when he had said something or whatever, I just remember feeling like, okay, I got to do better then. I'm not doing, I'm not at my best yet. And then I remember when, I don't remember if we were at state or it was before state. And I just remember him telling me, good job. And I remember him being so happy. Like, I felt his joy. And something I always will mention what he said was, you know, his his job was always to get us there. And our job was always to execute. And I think that another reason why he never, like, did too much on compliments and stuff because he doesn't want you to get big headed and because you still have a job to do just because you did good today is cool. Next, next meet, every meet, come back. And you know, that goes for other sports too. When I think of like football and soccer and stuff like that. And it's, you know, once you get to the next quarter, next half is zero, zero again. It's not 30 to 50. It's not 20 to two. 
it's it's zero zero every time we come back and we're gonna go zero to zero like we planned from the beginning. We're gonna go hard every time. And yeah, I think this is the first let me not say the first yeah, this is the first time in my years and my extensive years of running. I mean, I've quit the track team, I've been off the track team for a year now. Um, dang, I actually quit this time last year. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh saying that to say like you know this is the first time that I've had a coach that didn't believe in me a coach that didn't pour into me um my last two years of high school that coach was amazing you know both of my coaches were amazing coach Harris coach Fletcher like they poured into me so much and like they gave me opportunities to show my leadership skills they showed they gave me opportunities to really be who I knew I could be on the track and they showed me how good I was and they showed me how far I could go with with this with so much love and so much like they saw me and they they poured into me and I appreciate them every single day for that because I don't know where I would have been and like even my summer coaches like literally like I've had one two three four five six seven different coaches in my years of training and I've never had a coach that didn't believe in me. I've never had a coach that didn't want me to get better. I never experienced that before. But you know, I'm always reminded that when people tear you down and when I look back at my years of living and I look about how and even my experiences recently, like I've been experiencing so much hatred from people. I've experienced so many people treating me differently because of my light and not a light that you can physically see but a light that they can feel and that they are envious of I've had women literally try to treat me like we are still in high school it's giving mean girl like this is not mean girls babes you're not the plastics this is not this is not your movie where you can you can talk you can be little people or you know try to bully them into doing what you want them to do and being having to sit with these things and these events is interesting but time and time again I'm just reminded that these are to build you up more than they are to tear you down because it's just like your purpose is bigger and I'm experiencing this real life hate. So that way, when I do, when I continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger, I can be unfazed by the hatred. Because the only reason why you can't, you don't bang with me or there's something that you don't like about me is because there's something that you don't like about yourself. So anytime someone is trying to belittle you for something or, or trying to make fun of you for something is because they're not happy with themselves. They can't even be honest with themselves. They can't even be sit here and pick out the things that they don't like about themselves. I could sit here and let you know all the things, all the flaws that I have. I could sit here and let you know the different things that hurt me or make me feel less than or, you know, I know these things. They're in my heart. I can be honest with myself to that extent. And, you know, sometimes I have to ask myself for real, like, are you really being honest about how you feel? Are you really being honest about where you're headed and, you know, what you're saying and things like that? Like, are you really like me? Are you for real? It's important to question yourself at times because, you know, it really helps with the discernment, pray, all of that. But. Yeah, I'm really great. I'm grateful for the hatred I've been receiving, honestly, just because it's 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 really showed me that I need to stand up and I need to show up for myself. And it also just shows me to what lengths and to what depths my purpose is, because these are people who are upset with me about things that I haven't even really acted on yet. I've been making subtle movements. I haven't announced anything yet, but you're mad at me for this. But you're sitting here talking, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just been very interesting to experience different people in these spaces and understanding my own carry, how I'm carrying myself, and understanding what that looks like to others and understanding what that looks like to me. 
and understanding what that looks like to God. Because at the end of the day, I want to honor God and I want to honor my higher self. And I want to honor the people who are moving mountains for me. I want to honor my uncle in his passing. I want to honor my grandmother in their passing. And, you know, something that's coming up. Um, And, you know, something else that's just been coming up as well is just realizing and understanding when people only want to be around you because you're winning and that people only want to be around you when you're when you're at your best and it's just so crazy to me you know I'm graduating next month oh my gosh it's literally a month I graduate December 10th I'm graduating from college you guys and it's not like I didn't see this day coming but it's like wow like it's been three and a half years graduating early so grateful for my experience. I'm so grateful for my experience here at Prairie View A&M University. I much rather would not have when it wanted it to go any other way. I remember my visit and I just remember feeling and knowing like, I, yeah, I see myself here. This is somewhere where I want to be. This is somewhere where I see myself being a part of this. I love it here. I love this school. I do. And, and that's an internal thing. There's a lot of issues. There's a lot of other things that come into play. Um, but other people and how they view Prairie View and how they view their experience here is not my experience. And I feel like I've had a lot of trials, but I do love my experience here. And I love this school. And I 100% recommend just because once again, like, college is what you make it so if you feel like this is a school where it's a lot of children or you feel like it's petty or it gives high school then you're in the wrong crowd babes (laughs) um if you feel like this school is only a party school you're in the wrong crowd like there's just so many different spaces here that shows you so many different depths of this school and it doesn't have to be a negative light like you really choose the space that you want to be in here. And I feel like the space that I've chose has been an, an immaculate space to be in. And I've enjoyed every second of it. And I'm so grateful for all my professors. I'm grateful for all my classmates. I'm grateful for anyone that I've connected with throughout my experience here at Prairie View. And I'm really looking forward to walk across the stage in December and I'm looking forward to moving forward with my life and on to my next season as Jayla Simone, um, as soul mentor, as the divine expression. And I don't think that I would have been able to thoroughly experience myself in all the depths without experiencing the depths of this school and the connections and the depths of the people who go here, the students, the faculty, everything that goes into Prairie View A&M University. And yeah, I'm just really grateful that I'm graduating and um, I'm grateful that things are moving more smoothly than I thought they would. Like a lot of people are like, dang, Jasmine, like you haven't done anything, but it's just like my life has just been going like I haven't had a chance I haven't had a chance to sit and think about like my graduation like I haven't had a chance to just calm my storms to even think oh yeah <gasps> excuse me sorry I'm graduating and stuff and and it's just so crazy to me and something that I'm experiencing now is just like I would love for my family to be there but you know, I've really detached myself from my family when it comes to like my extended family, just because I know that my view, my views and their views are not entirely in alignment. And with the recent events of my graduation, it's just showing me more and more that like, y'all don't know who I am. And like, you, people do try to be there when you when you're up. And it's just like, I've been going through so much and like so much. I've been going through so much. And for you to feel entitled to having a seat is crazy to me. Um, Like you not once, like literally no one's asked me what I wanted for graduation, but everyone wants a seat at my graduation. 
Everyone wants to come out, but no one's asking me like what I want as a gift to celebrate me. Like everyone's worried about how they're going to get here when it is and like being included. They're more so worried about being included on my celebration than really celebrating me. And I feel like that's crazy. And I'm not asking anybody to get me a gift or anything, but it's just like, is your heart in the right place? And that's what I said. Like, I'm being honest. And I don't want anybody at my graduation if you're only there because you want to be included on this milestone. And I haven't heard from you not one year that I've been here. And it's not even about that. Once again, like, if I haven't heard from you and you're taking the time to come out and you got me a gift or you're just coming out to celebrate me, cool. But now I'm getting concerned when you're over here trying to argue with me about not having a seat or argue with me about how I feel about the energy that I'm receiving or argue with me about how, you know, you need to make sure that you're going to you get a seat. So you don't want to you don't want to book and then you don't know how what else you're going to do after that. If you're not at the graduation, like I want to do a dinner. I want to do other stuff like you're coming for me or are you coming just so you could say, oh, yeah, I was there when Jasmine graduated four years ago and now she's a millionaire. And now I'm sitting at the table with her eating a plate out of this meal. And you really have to be aware of things like this. I love my family. I love them deeply, but I'm not going to allow for for that because I don't allow stragglers, period, family or not. I'm not doing stragglers. I'm not. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, y'all. I feel like I'm like, anyway. But, yeah, that's really been eye-opening for me. And it's just like, damn, like, y'all really don't know what, I'm, I, what I've been going through. And you over here, and, and already graduating is a lot. Already there's a lot of stuff on my plate. And, like, I feel like it's very inconsiderate. Um, I feel like some of my family members have been very inconsiderate. Let's just leave it at that. I feel like they've been very inconsiderate and it's frustrating. But at the end of the day, God is going to bring whoever is supposed to be here to me. And God is going to bring me so much more blessings than just the one. And forget about the ones who are, you know, upset or whatever. They're going to have to find their own healing. I'm going to pray for their healing and go from there because, you know, I want to have a great graduation. I want to graduate and feel great. I feel great anyway, period, point blank. But um, yeah, like I just wish that some people's hearts were in a better place. I just wish people would understand that you're celebrating me. It's not about you. And I only have X amount of people that I can invite. And that's not my rules. That's the university rules. But anyway, I'm graduating, y'all. So excited. Um, This is a really big milestone. Um... I'm first generation. I just, I have so many things to celebrate and to have the audacity to think about all the bad things is crazy. <laughs> but very grateful for that. And every day I'm reminded, I, I have, I find a different reason or ways to be grateful. Um, for sure. Um, yeah. So as I, think and reflect on a lot of the things that I'm talking about. It's just reminding me of patience and discernment and allowing things to develop, allowing things to play out and being aware of them and making sure that once you are aware of them and once that these things have been made known to you, that you can move accordingly. This is another, this is a winning season for me. I feel like this is a very big winning season for a lot of other people. I'm so grateful for everyone who's genuinely connected with me, for whoever has really felt like, you know, resonated with me. And I do not come on here to speak um, for myself or to make you think anything else or to adapt to my perception. I want my perception to allow you to open your mind, to open your awareness that you may have your own perception and create your own, you know, thing. I wrote it down and I want to like grasp really what it is that I want to say when it comes to 
my expression and what my goal is through my expression. I just want you to experience me so that way you can experience yourself. And so that way you can learn more of you through me. Because once again, we are reflections of each other. And yeah, so it's important to pay attention as well to the people around us and stuff. And God is a great example of someone who I use to understand the depths of myself. And yeah, he reminds me of, once again, he reminds me of grace, love, and he reminds me that people show up and it's important to show up every time because you have to show up as well. Like you have to show up to get whatever it is that God has for you. You have to show up for it. And you have to go after it and you have to work for it and you have to do it and you have to be present. Ooh, child, sometimes it feels like things, it'd be so much, but it's like life is so much easier when you live like this than when you're trying to intentionally live through your trauma. Like, yeah, it just feels, for me anyway, I feel lighter. I feel better about, I have, I have a better outcome, outlook on life. And yeah, just continue to, have discernment and continue to be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace. Give yourself love. Write yourself letters. Write down how much you love yourself. Dream. Continue to dream because, baby, I'm dreaming and I'm real. 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 <laughs> baby, I am dreaming and real lifing it every single time. Trust me. But today's another day to celebrate. The podcast is now officially available on Apple Podcast, y'all. I'm so freaking happy. I'm so freaking excited. So if you don't have Spotify or you don't have Anchor and you've been wanting to tap in with me, obviously you probably, well, anyway, and you've been wanting to tap into me, in with me, and you like the Apple Podcast more than Spotify, now you're more than welcome to joining the podcast fam on Apple Podcast. Y'all, I'm just so grateful for everything God has put on my heart because they're on my heart for a reason. And it's time to start moving with my heart, continue to move my heart, continue to move my head, continue to be who I am. I love y'all so much. Feel free to join Discord. Feel free to subscribe to me on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a loving season. This season always reminds me of love and comfortability. I love the smells around this time. And I always think about my childhood and my family and how close we are and how much time we spend together and all these other beautiful things that go into us as a family and things that go into this time of year. Um, it's just always been light for me around this time of year. And I would continue to feel that love and I'm going to feel that love through myself and me showing up for myself and the things that I do. Um, I'm really grateful for y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode with Shabara. <laughs> I'm saying I'm trying to say your girl and I would say something else, but I don't know what I was trying to say. But thank y'all for tuning in to another episode with me. Much love. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Um, add us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Y'all, I should give me some guests on here and spice it up a little bit. But yeah, can't wait to hear from y'all. Can't wait to see you guys continue growing, continue loving, continue caring for yourself. Um, yeah, I hope this message was great. I hope it, it reaches those that it needs to reach. Much, much love. Mwah.